Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The hawk will never die. Welcome back to another off-season episode of Hawk Hill Focus. Commissioner Kyle here today, joined by Hawk Hill Focus co-host David Powis. David, how are you today? I am thrilled to be back. Yes, I'm, I'm we're, feeling great. I'm very happy. We're thrilled to have you. You know what? We just we were discussing this in the pre-show. David wasn't on our previous off-season episode. It's because you were suspended. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then we celebrated your suspension being lifted. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all in the past. It's all behind me. Um, and and I uh, I'm I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back behind the mic with you, Kyle. Um, and now Sam is suspended. Yes, Sam. Yes, we can say that. We will. Uh, you know, we have to launch a more thorough investigation of the charges laid against him. But uh, you know, we will be as transparent as we can be, as much as the authorities let us, and uh, you know, keep you guys in the know on what's going on with Sam and why he's not with us today. Yeah. But um, David, we have a Hawk Hill Focus exclusive today, only dropping here. We're going to announce the results of our rule survey for the now, upcoming 2022 season. And I love the fact that it's, that's, it's exclusive to the podcast. But I do have a fear if people don't listen, which I don't know why you would not listen. People should be I, listening. To this. I mean, it's very simple. People should be listening, but if they don't, that's on them. They got to. I'll. They'll say, "Oh, what are the new rules for this year?" I'll just send them this link <laughs> for the podcast. So maybe, maybe we can. How about this? How about this? Because I'm a man of the people. Maybe I suck up. But when we po- when we post that we release the episode, because mm-hmm. you're gonna post, I imagine, right? Put maybe we can put like some timestamps when we address each rule, and that's it. Not say what happened, but then this way, if people want to refer to it and they just, and they just want okay. to check and say what were the rules, is that fair? That's fair. I was nervous where you were going because I thought you would say something like, "Oh, like post the rules in a document in a week." I was like, "Well, then people aren't going to listen." Still, no, no, just I'm not, no. I, I'm I'm fully okay with I driving traffic to the podcast. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, we can do that. So there'll be timestamps in the description below. If you're already looking at the timestamps, then you'll uh, you know be confused until right this moment about why they're there. But they're there. So And David, I'm excited. I'm excited. Sorry. I'm excited because I, I don't I don't know any of the results of these rules. I was just about to say that David has yeah. not been told the results of these. He's gonna give a real time reaction and thoughts to all these rules. I'll give my thoughts as well. There are some I agree with and some I even don't agree with. Um, but hey, I'm a commissioner of the people. If they want a rule change, I'll put it forth to a vote and see how other people feel. Um so just some background on the rule change survey. We got 10 responses out of our 12 league num- members. If you did not vote in the survey, then one, you're a little bitch. <laughs> Two, your votes count as approve- approval for all rule changes. Um, and then three, you have no right to complain about any of these rule changes because you didn't vote. What I can tell you off the bat is that, you know, one, to three of the four rule changes could have gone a different way had both these people voted. 
in a specific fashion. Um, so it's, you know, takes five minutes. Takes five like, minutes. Guys. I mean, I let on. your voice be heard. What are we doing? Your, we're not going to call you out, but you know who you are. And uh, democracy, demo, democracy dies in silence. It always does, David. It always does. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's get into our first rule. Let's do it. I am going to need you to like remind me what some of these yes. rules are. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll read through yeah. everything. And we'll even talk through any sort of clarifications if any questions pop up. Proposed rule number one, no trade vetoes. Trades will no longer be subject to vetoes. Trades will immediately go through once both parties agree on ESPN. If there are any objections to a trade, they can be made to the deputy commissioner who will launch an investigation. You know, after taking in our 12 responses, I say in air quotes, <laughs> by a vote of eight to four, this rule has passed yes. and will be enacted for 2020. Yes. So, David, was, immediate oh, thoughts here. I, I think, as I'm remembering back to what the rule, the rule proposals were, I think this might have been the one I was hoping for the most. Really? Yeah, I because I think I think there there's like a fundamental disagreement that people have about how the veto system for trades works. And and I think as like well documented on this podcast, I had an issue with a couple of trades that were made <laughs> last last year, which is why I'm so interested that you're proud of the fact that this rule went through, that you're happy with it. Because I think it, it puts everybody like in the same page. So basically, I think the veto system is effective if the entire league understands what, why they're vetoing. You can't just veto because you don't like a trade, because you, because you wouldn't do it as an owner. Or because it makes a team that you're competing with, you know, better. Right. Harder to beat. The, the veto needs to be because uh, you think that there are two owners who kind of got together and said, Hey, like kind of under the table, we're going to do mm-hmm. this. And, and it's unfair in some way, shape or form. This like right. some kind of collusion, one might say. Collusion, the big C. The big C. Um, but I do like eliminating the vetoes now because now everyone's operating under the same, like if you have an issue, you bring it to, I think it's going to be you, right? Uh, it's going to be Sam. Okay, if, so if you have, if, yeah, if he stays in his role as deputy commissioner pending investigation, of course. Um, if you have an issue, you bring it to Sam, and we have a a consistent way of handling things. I, I just feel like that it, it's much less messy because there have been times I feel like where there's been trades that seem fair, and just because people don't agree with it, it gets vetoed down, and I think that's stupid. Right. You know, I am also glad that this one went through. Um, for people asking what will the process be to report a trade that goes through to Sam? Don't know yet. Sam also asked me that question when he first read through the full survey, and I said, don't know. We'll figure it out if it passes. Additional question, what's the process if Sam makes a trade? Then it will go to me. What if it's you and Sam? And Sam, then <laughs> we will figure out a third party. Okay. We will figure that out. We will set up some sort of tier system. Um David, do you want to be the third person? I'd be happy to be the third person. All right. The power lies within Hall Kill Focus. Excellent. Just watch, just listen yes. to the podcast. Just listen to the podcast. We'll give all our trade thoughts. But uh, 
Yeah, that's so that's rule number one. No more trade vetoes. Trades will go through immediately once agreed to on ESPN. And so the four of you who voted against that rule change and and it failed. Um, too bad. Yeah. Suck no, suck. That's democracy. It's a bitch, ain't it? It's a bitch. Moving on to our second proposal. I, I will. I'll just put oh, this out here. I I don't mind this being out there. I voted in favor of all four of these rule changes. Did you? Okay. So whatever the so, I'm in favor of all of these. I something, remember voting yes on all. Of them. Something must have changed because I just looked at what my response was for rule number one, and I rejected it. Don't know. I I think I've had you're a happy about it now. I think I had a change of heart since then. I come to realize more so that if this is a this gentleman's game, if two people agree to something, then it should be enacted immediately. Yeah. Um. So I've had a change of heart there. But I'm the only one allowed to have a change of heart publicly <laughs> and not have it affect the outcomes. Um, proposed rule number two, moving to a FAB waiver system. This was the one I got the most questions on. Each team will be given a $100 budget to bid on the waiver wire. Teams will s- submit bids for any player on waivers, and the team with the highest bid will acquire said player. Players not bid on when waivers process will enter free agency as normal and not subject to bids. This is one that, you know, I know Sean listens to a lot of fantasy football podcasts. I'm sure a lot of us do. Um, A lot of podcasters out there do use fab systems. They just think it's more of a, you know, like it it makes them feel more of a GM, like almost like you're using cap space and all that. Yeah, it adds a little bit of like a dynasty aspect, like, like a little bit. You know, you don't exactly. Keep players, but yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this was the closest one that we had. Um, with 50-50 split in the votes, this did not pass. This did not I'm pass. Sure, we will right. be keeping our standard. We we will be keeping our standard waiver process. So am I. I to be honest, I'm 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 not. I was looking forward to this just because I think it would be, you know, just a different aspect we bring. To can the rules get double jeopardy? What do you mean? So, like, can can they be proposed again next year? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can revisit this. Because I feel like year. because I feel like maybe some people voted no just because, like, I just feel like like it being a 50-50 split kind of tells because it's something just tells me that there was just confusion. Surrounding, right. and, I'm, and I'm not saying if you voted against it, you just don't understand it. Like it's very mm-hmm. possible that you do fully understand it and you voted against it still, right? And that's fine. But I just feel like um, I don't know. I feel like it would add an aspect that would be a little bit different. It wouldn't just continue to reward the lowest performing. Like I don't like. I think my biggest. I think the reason why I voted for is my, I have a, I don't like the way the waiver like order processes. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought this would be a way to solve that a little bit throughout the free agency, but. Right. The best waiver wire players always go to the teams, the worst teams, which, you know, in theory also kind of makes sense. You need them to catch up a little bit, but especially those first few weeks we saw it this year, Sean had waiver priority after week one, used it for Eli Mitchell and immediately traded him to me. Right. And then Sean ended up with one of the better records in the league. Um, yeah. So it could be used that way. But yeah, this, so this one won't be going into effect this year. Um, but, you know, like David said, we can always revisit it for 2023. Um, David, I actually have a proposal for you. Hit me. Um, 
you know, what would you say if I proposed that we throw it to an anchor break right now so we can hear from them after the longest time, I feel like? Well, that's one that that's one rule that I don't think I could possibly pass up. That this is one hundred percent approval, a, ladies and gentlemen. Approval. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear from Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. You know, I I I miss the voice of the Anchor readover guy. It's I do uh, too. he's 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 just so calming, I feel he, like. He is. That voice could put me to sleep. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um thankfully one of us gets to listen to it in their head all day, every day. What a what a lucky guy! What a lucky guy I am! What a lucky gal who must who might date him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, we are now going to propose rule number three: the stricter strike rule. Decrease the number of strikes needed to be removed from the league from five to three. The hole in one clause would remain the same. Now, if you remember last year, we enacted a strike rule, whereas you know if you were given five strikes for basically not putting, you know, not putting out a full roster any week, or um, if there are any issues with buy-ins, you'd get a strike depending on how often that happened. And if you hit five strikes, then you were to be removed from the league at the end of the year. Thankfully, no one hit five strikes. So everyone's still in the league. Um, This rule proposal would be just decreasing that number from five to three. So instead of people having five opportunities to fuck up, they only get three. The hole-in-one clause would remain the same, which is if you get in, you know, what would be in this proposal, three strikes, and you win the championship, then you get to stay in the league. (laughs) Um, By a vote of nine to three, this rule passed. Um, We will be decreasing the number of strikes necessary to be removed from the league this year. I mean, I... I just set your lineup. Like I don't I, just do, Sunday morning, just, just wake up, set, you don't have to do anything. Just set it. And there are, you know, circumstances where you just can't do that. And I'm understanding I'm the one giving these strikes. I'm not, yeah. if you're like traveling all day and that, something happened happened to Julie last week, last year it, at some point. Yes. I don't know yeah. if it actually happened, but she prepared for it to happen. And I yeah. just said, well, if you're traveling and something changes last minute, like yeah. I'm not going to penalize you for it. You know, if, Basically, if a player is ruled out more than an hour before their, the start of their game, you and there's you know nothing you can really do to replace them, then you won't get a strike. But if you're able to easily replace them, then you'll get a strike um, just for you know not paying attention. Just, just set your lineup. Just set your lineup. Set you your lineup. Set your lineup. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Um. Finally, this brings us to our final rule proposal, David. This is something that's near and dear to your heart. I know. This is rule proposal number four, changes to the James Robinson rule. What this would be is that any player with remaining keeper eligibility on your roster at the conclusion of week five is eligible to be kept. The cost to keep players drafted by your team or another team is the round that they were drafted. The cost to keep players claimed from waivers or free agency by your team or any other will continue to be based on their average draft position 10 days prior to the next year's draft. Players acquired via trade retain their keeper eligibility from their previous team 
players drafted and released from another team retain the keeper eligibility from their original team. Now, David, I'm asking you this question because, you know, you're one of our more, you know, well-educated fantasy football players in the league. This rule make, does this rule make sense to you how it is worded in the proposal? Yeah. I mean, basically there, there, it's a lot to basically say mm-hmm. that if a player is on your roster at the end of week five, you can keep them. Exactly. No matter That's what it means. Like, yes. If someone is traded to you prior to end of week five, you can keep them, you know, if they say, you know, Saquon Barkley is traded to David, whatever round Saquon was drafted in and he has keeper eligibility then David could, you know, possibly keep him the following year. Um, you know, if somebody was dropped, drafted, then dropped and then picked up by another team, their keeper, you know, the round that they would be have to be kept as a keeper next year is the round that they were drafted. And then any just free agents would be average draft position 10 days prior to the draft. Um, actually, that's no, that that's right. That's not the one that that's not what I made the executive decision on. I'll announce that later at the end of the show. Let me ask a question. I It might be factored i'm just trying to think of things that like mm-hmm. might be questions um well well, well before be, oh good, good before before, yeah, before, before you say it by a uh by a vote of eight to four this rule has been approved okay good. so we will be making these changes to the james robinson rule so now david please go on your question so if a player is um let me, let me make sure i have it right in my head if a player is on your roster at the end of week five, mm-hmm. however he got there, whether mm-hmm. you drafted him and you release him after week five, but end up picking him up again. So he's at, he's on your roster at the end of the season. No, he is not eligible to be kept. So the, the only other qualifier is it's on your roster at the end of week five and, and needs to remain on your roster through the end of the season. Yes. Cannot be dropped at any point, traded and picked back up at any point. That player needs to remain on your roster. Um, from the conclusion of week five onwards through the end of the season, end of the playoffs, honestly, even if you make the playoffs or not. I just think this, I just feel like it makes sense. If you do, if you do the right thing in in picking somebody up or trading for somebody and they end up playing well enough where they're valuable enough, where you'd want to keep them next year. Cause like part of the reason why you might want to make a trade is for that player's keeper eligibility is for because of their value with because they're, you know, in a valuable spot in the draft or whatever. And I feel like that would be good to uh, reward. Exactly. Somebody says, you know, Jamar Chase is a prime example of being drafted at round five last year, presumably Larry keeps him this year. Um, he might not trade him this year, but next year he'd be very valuable or not. No, he'd be more valuable this year because he's yeah, able to have another year. Round. That's, that's but, the other thing. If they're traded, they, the keeper eligibility does not reset. Right. Exactly. Keeper eligibility yeah. does not reset. <laughs> it stays at what it is currently. So if I were to keep Josh Allen this year and then trade him week two, uh, who would, whoever receives him would not have his, would not have keeper eligibility because he does not have any after this year. Right. Um, cool. So yeah, there you have it. Three rules approved. It's the, uh, so there will be no longer any trade vetoes. Uh, there will be a stricter strike rule. Now only three strike policy instead of five and changes to the James Robinson rule and keeper and how you can keep players. Um, if anybody has any questions that want me to clarify even further, feel free to shoot me a text, uh, post the question in the Facebook page. 
uh, more than happy to answer and explain the circumstances. Um, yeah, we only had four proposed rules in the let this year. I think we had six. Um, what? You said like we had six last year? Oh, yeah, we had six last year, six rule proposals. I think. Well, five, I know one of them was also like buy an increase and things buy, like that. Yeah, one was buy an increase, things like that. Um, so none of that this year. We should have done that with inflation. We should have. Damn. Maybe <laughs> next year. Um, I also had somebody ask Production me. costs for uh, Hawk Hill Focus. Exactly. I also had somebody ask me, you know, even though the rule proposals have already been voted on, can we add more? Um, no, the only way, the only time rules will be voted on is once per year in the off season. So, you know, if you were that person who still wants more rule changes, then you got to wait till next year. You got to remember them. Um, Cause I'm sure it's how not going to remember. Uh, yeah. I, I already forget what they were. I don't remember what, I don't remember. What exactly. It was Luca. Fuck it was, Luca. yeah, it was John. Let's be real. It was Luca. He wanted more rule changes. I said, fuck off. Remember next year. But uh, yeah, that concludes our rule survey announcement. There were, you know, a couple other league announcements I wanted to make. One, you may see, you may have been seeing that there are a lot of draft pick trades going through on ESPN. I have recently found out that we are actually able to have a custom draft order on ESPN this year, which makes things a lot easier. We can draft directly in the ESPN lobby. And, uh, you know, there'll be no need for me to go in and, you know, backfill the rosters after the draft or use a software that we're not familiar with, thankfully. Um, so what these trades are that you're seeing are just draft pick trades that happened last year. There was one earlier today between me and Larry um, that was just, you know, accounting for the trade last year where I gave him Nick Chubb in exchange for a first round pick, just swapping those picks. Um so that's what those are. You any if there are some reason any trades between teams that did not make a previous draft pick trade, then I'm just going to cancel them because you can't trade picks in the offseason. You can only trade them during the season. Um, these are just corrections from last year. There was a second announcement that I wanted to make. David, do you remember what it was? Because there were three that I we talked uh... about pre-show. Uh, trades. Um, the, the draft, which we will get to shortly. What was the third? Why can't I remember this? We should have. We we really should have notes. Or we should have notes, motherfucker. Um, maybe it'll come to you. Maybe it'll come to me. Um, so we'll just skip to the third announcement. Uh, which David, I would like to pass off to you. This more so con is concerning of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is very exciting to me. Um, we, Kyle and I got the idea and I've, and I know a couple of other people have mentioned it. Um, we've talked about potentially wanting to do this. Um, Kyle and I decided that we'd like to explore the possibility of having an in-person draft this year. Um, so we would still be drafting on ESPN um, the way that we, the way that we always do, it's just we're hoping that the majority of people, specifically who live locally, um, could get together and all draft in the same place. Um, it was proposed that we do this at my house. I'd be more than happy to host. Um, pool party. Pool party. Um, you know, good opportunity to hang out with everybody. Um, and do the draft together, make fun of each other's bad picks. 
Um, make fun of Gil for trading Jonathan Taylor. Make fun of Gil for trades that would maybe need to be reported to the uh, trade <laughs> review board this season. Um, and, and there's always a good opportunity to say, fuck you, Gil. Um, always. Yeah, fuck you, so, Gil. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, so so Kyle and I got the idea that maybe try to get everybody together um, for an in-person draft. So we had a proposed date um, in mind. We wanted to push it as basically as close to the start of football season as possible so that, you know, you, you let as much preseason go as possible without, you know, so we know we understand injuries and what's going on with that. Um, so the proposed date that we had was August 27th. It's a Saturday. Um, don't have obviously any idea of time yet. Um, we would need to figure that out. Um, so I think Kyle, unless you want to do this differently. Um, so I think the plan is going to be, we're proposing the 27th, but we're also going to put up a poll on Facebook, um, to choose between the 27th or the 20th, um, of August of August. Yeah. Sorry. Um, if there's, you know, if the 20th has like way more people than 27th, we can do it the 20th. Don't really want to go any earlier than that, just because right. then we're then we're before preseason even starts. Um, and really don't want to go any later than that because well, the next weekend's Labor Day weekend anyway, so we probably wouldn't be able to get together mm-hmm. that weekend. Um, so the 20, 20th or 27th, um, Kyle and I have agreed on the 27th, but I'm a, we could also do the 20th. We'll put up a poll on Facebook. Um, we're hoping that the majority of people, like I said, especially who are local, um, would be able to join. Um, if you can't, if you, if you are somewhere else and you can't, or you're local and you can't, you know, obviously you, you can zoom in, or even if you can't zoom in, just do it, you know, still draft, but just do it on your uh, laptop on your own time. Yeah. It'll be on ESPN. So there'll be no issues if you're, you know, not in person, it'll just be a lot less fun. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. So everything, everything's exactly the same with our draft process. We were just hoping that maybe we could all do it together um, and make a little party out of it. So, yeah. So um, we'll put up on Facebook. We'll put up probably as soon as we release the episode. Right. Um, Yeah. Give me like a day or two after we'll give people time to listen to to even listen to this. Yeah. Uh, Well, because they're all going to listen. Of course. They're all going to listen. This is a Hawk Hill focus exclusive we got here. Yeah. 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 Um, So, Hoping, hoping it works out. Um, I would say as long as like four or five people are able to do it, we'll do it. I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to like sit there hosting just Kyle and fucking Rob. That's rude. I mean, I'll host you guys, but we won't be really happy. Won't be I'm happy not going to be thrilled. No. Wow. Thanks, David. But um, so, yeah, no, hopefully thank it you. works out. Yeah. Thank you for your hospitality. I would love that idea. Hopefully, it's something we can do. And hopefully, something skip. It's we can get more than you know you me and Rob there. Um, I did remember what my second announcement was. Great. It was a very simple one. Just that you know keep draft order was posted on Facebook, um, along with eligible keepers and all that. Um, reminder: this is an executive rule change that I made. I think I announced this during the season at some point that keepers no longer need to be due to me. What was it? A week before the draft? Yeah. I, that's way too much time. Yeah, uh, that's wait. Uh, they're now going to be due to me three hours prior to the start time of the draft. So if the draft starts at eight p.m., let's say, then they'll be due at five p.m. the day of the draft. No exceptions. Um, yeah, that's really, really all the reminders I had. I'm, 
I'm still hoping we can do it in an off-season episode where we can announce Hall of Famers. I know I need to work with Sean on that. That's something that's been uh, in the works, but just couldn't, haven't been able to find time with the hosts. Um, yeah, no, and then, you know, before you know, we'll be in the season. I'm excited. We'll be coming back for season two of Hall Kill Focus. This is season I'm, one I'm, and a half. I'm, I'm really, we're gonna have a lot. I, I'm Hall Kill Focus. We're gonna have good things. We're gonna we're gonna do big. We're gonna do big we're, things. We have year. big things. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not even sure if this was announced in the fantasy football group, but uh, David was named the official showrunner of Hall Kill Focus. He's I, gonna am. Be a, I am. He's going to be in charge of you know some content that we do and uh, keeping us on time with everything. Make sure we don't go over and just blab on like I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, he's doing an awful job at it in his first. Hey, hey. <laughs> it, this is a this is like a this is a summer episode. We're not, summer yeah, I'm, episode. I'm not wearing it's my suit. It's I'm, laid back. I'm not yet. It, 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 it's a dress down episode. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not wearing but, uh, pants. <laughs> love it. I can tell. Yeah. But yeah, no, David, any final words to give to the give to the audience? No, no, no huge final words. Um, I. You know what sucks, Kyle? We have five minutes left on this meeting, so we, we have do to have wrap five. this up. But. You know what really sucks? What really we sucks? Get to this, we get to this part of the year, and like basketball's kind of winding down. You're in the dog, it's dog days of summer. You know, you're you're the the thing I look forward to the most is football starting, mm-hmm. but that also wishes the summer away. Yes, it's kind so like of now damned I, now if you I do, damned if you don't. I wanted to get to like late August, but I'm like that that is wishing a lot of good times away. It's you know, sometimes there are necessary evils. These are the things to get what you want. These are the these are the things I wrestle with, Kyle. You know, the inner workings of David's mind are an enigma. enigma. That's true. That those are my closing thoughts. Well, wonderful, wonderful, David. Thank you for taking the time to come join us today. Um, again, we'll we'll share with you the update on Sam when we are able to. Um, but until then, you know, Father Joyce, this is still your show to lead in and out until season two. So, Who, Father Jay. Who's, who's responsible? You are, right? Father Jay, take us away. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The 